0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs Podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint.
0: Daniel, are you, uh, are you frozen in a tundra in a sheet of ice that is, that is three inches thick? Are you okay down there?
1: No, it was sixty-one degrees in Nashville today. It did oh. snow on, uh, did snow late last week. Um, I think it moved south, maybe got into Georgia over the weekend. Uh, but it's gone. Okay. Yeah, it's gone. Long gone. Oh. Well, long uh, gone. Incited c- a huge panic. Uh, yeah, stores, um, shelves, groceries gone. Snow pretty much melted in uh, South Dakota as well. There. Um, Were you guys I mean, in the '60s today? I mean, the, by
0: by the top layer of snow, the top layer of snow melted, then and, and just hmm. just exposed the ice that's underneath that that's been sitting okay. in my driveway uh, about four
1: to five inches. So it's great. Um, if, that's if you
0: something.
1: want to know how to incite a panic, yeah, okay, in a fifty-plus-year-old Southern woman, I, you say the phrase "black ice." And that, and they're, they're, they're down for the count. It's Like done. that is, it the is Cadillac absolutely. The
0: does not stand <laughs> no, a chance.
1: It will not leave the carport if, if there is even a rumor of black ice on the road. Cannot be handled. Uh, hey, we're glad you guys are here on Locked On
0: Bulldogs and Locked On Podcast Network. Daniel and I, uh, as you can tell, don't take ourselves uh, all that. I mean, I want to say serious. We take ourselves seriously, but uh, oh, I'm dead serious. Dead serious. serious is a heart attack. Serious is a heart attack. As it becomes, as it pertains to and comes to
1: fandom, we're the best fans, you know. That's correct. Um, this podcast is a place for fans by fans. We talk about stuff that fans do. We're not any sort of experts or gurus that's not what we try to be um but we assume that you're a georgia fan as well we would love for you to join in the conversation uh with us as we always say you can email us at locked on bulldogs at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast we would love to engage with you and interact with you if you have questions feedback thoughts comments opinions um we would love to hear any of that if um if you'd like to tell us your best black eye story, like we'd love to hear, sure. love to hear all about it. Um, uh, we really appreciate you being here. Really appreciate you listening. If you download the podcast, we appreciate that. If you subscribe to the podcast, we appreciate that. Uh, those of you that left us a five star rating and review, we obviously appreciate those. Uh, they help out the podcast a tremendous amount. Help other people to find them. So, uh, if you like the show and you want to do that. You totally should mm-hmm. um, uh, hit up that cat subscription if you're a real fan of the show. And um, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. We got a full week of shows. We're gonna be here every day, Monday through Friday. Today, gonna do something a little bit different. Um, uh, Sunday night, Oscars night. Hey, yo. Uh So we're gonna do a, We're gonna do a bit of an Oscars themed show today. Going a little. Going a little outside of our comfort zone, Clint. On a scale of one to ten, tell the good people how much you care about the Oscars. Uh, actually, this—I I care a great deal. I kind of like movies. You're all in. You're I'm all in on all the Oscars. In. That was I'm a serious question. That was I, not a. That was okay. not a setup for you to. I legitimately wanted to know. Yeah. No. I. Uh,
0: I'm the here. Uh, wow. Embarrassing fact. Uh, I'm the guy. You ever see that loner in the movie theater at like the matinee mm. during lunch break? Flying like, solo. What is
1: this guy doing? And you're mocking him mm. relentlessly. Middle aged dude in the movie theater by himself. That's a great. That's the like I'm to going for. That's, Always makes you feel great. Me. Really comfortable. Really <laughs> safe in there. Just lone wolf over in the corner. Double <laughs> like fist and <what>? popcorn. <laughs> no, no popcorn. Uh, uh, juju, I'm juju I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop! 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 I'm sorry. Stop! Stop. Uh-huh. You Hard go stop. to the movie. You go to the movie theater. Correct. You pay for a ticket. Oh yeah. And then you don't get popcorn. This is factually correct. Why did you go in the first place? I don't understand. Like to it. Watch, what you're to saying watch to the the me. Movie. What you're saying to me makes. Absolutely no sense. Well, I look, understand that it's not the primary reason that you go, but that's like saying I went to the baseball game and I didn't get peanuts or nacho. like I just well, I ate a turkey sandwich before I came, so I'm feeling fine. like I didn't look. Daniel, like there was no not,
0: there was no way I can get the craft cheese on top of the popcorn as I came <laughs> in the theater, so
1: I'm not gonna do that. That's, that's insane. But, you're, but you do appreciate the Oscars. Yeah. You're a big really fan excited of the for Oscars. The Oscars. C- so, c- so when you could not care idea. less about yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. I could not care. I'm the wow. exact opposite.
0: Well, when Daniel came up with this idea, let's, let's give credit where credit is due. When Daniel came up with this idea, it was beautiful and gorgeous, and I said yes because it was Oscar-themed. We're going to go down the list based upon uh, next year's team. We have some categories that we're each going to ask each other. We're going to go back and forth answering them, uh, and we're going to see...
1: We're going to see what making you some, think. Making some predictions of sorts. These are, we'll call nope. these nominations okay. for next year's team. These are not, a fit, but these are just the people that we're nominating for each of these categories on these the 2020 lots. UGA football team. All right? So we're going to start at the top. We're going to start with best actor. This is it's pretty self-explainable, pretty self-explained spot. What explainable? One time. What one more time. Explainable. You, just, you, you said, pretty self explanatory. There it there is. There you go. I think there I found is. the word. Proud of you, God, guys. Yeah, it's, it's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a real long day. Um, can we just replay the segment at the beginning where we say we're not professionals? So that, like, Let's, I, it is well noted. Best actor. This is. Let's do a quick one for the offense and the defense. This is essentially an MVP-type category. The best performer on each side of the ball. For the 2020 season, Clint, who is your nomination? 2020 season on the offensive
0: side of the ball, um, I'm not going to nominate Jamie Newman. I'm not going to nominate Zemir White. I'm going to go with the easiest
1: pickings that there is. Jorge. Jorge. Jorge Pickens. Jorge I Pickens. like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to, I think it's an obvious choice. I think I could also, I could follow it up with another obvious choice. But since you gave an obvious choice, I think I'm going to fly a little bit under the radar here, Clint. Give it to me. I think I'm going to say best actor has a chance at the end of the year next year to, when we look at each other and say, this might be the best football player on The offensive side of the ball. Oh, my. And that is Jamari Sawyer on the offensive line. I love it. I think we are due for a breakout campaign, needless to say, from Jamari Sawyer. I think he might be the anchor early in the year. I think he might be the guy that you look at who who has got some bad intentions, who is getting the Mm -hmm. job done on offensive line. Uh, I think he's my nomination. For best for best action, let's say defensive side of the ball, Clint. Who are you going to nominate? Who are you going to throw up there? Boy, are there a lot to choose from on this. I, side of the ball. I mean, Daniel. Who, where, I, is? Quick question: Is there a wrong choice? There's. I mean, probably, but you have to go deep. You have to go deep on the depth chart before I would. Before I would scoff, I would straight up scoff at a choice that. It, it would have to be at least. 12, 13, 14 names down in the depth chart. Okay. Uh, now, this
0: name that I'm going with, uh, really, for me, it comes down to three candidates, and those three candidates are the ones who have the most PT and the most snaps every single time. So we know Kirby likes doing that hockey line with the defensive line and going in and out. There are three people that won't leave the field, uh, as we suspect so far. Monty Rice, Nicobe Dean, and then Richard LeCount. Uh, and then okay. corners, and kind of move that around. I, I get that. Uh, but for me... The most important player uh, is going to be one, Nicobe Dean, on defense. Daniel, I am mm-hmm. all in the training. Nicobe Dean, he mm-hmm. is going to be flying around uh, at a premium position, both in coverage and tackling. It's Nicobe Dean.
1: I said on on last week's on last week's show. I can't remember if it was Thursday's or Friday's show. They all run together. They're all the same. I said yeah. on the, on a show last week. Look out, Jordan Davis, because mm. somebody might be coming for your job. I'm nominating Jordan Davis for best actor on the <laughs> defensive side of the ball. Daniel, I would, I would uh, expect nothing else than this. I think, listen, you call it a flip-flop. You call it whatever you want. Jordan Davis is a man. He is a grown man. And he is not the flashiest player. But when you look at what makes the defense go, I think year three, Jordan Davis... Um, he's got a lot to give. Like he has got uh, – this is a guy that uh, that frees up space for other players. He eats up holes. He makes tackles. Um, he's going to get a couple sacks this year. Jordan Davis, he's my nomination, best actor on the defensive side of the ball. All right, we're going to come right back, and we got a bunch more categories, including up next, best supporting actor.
0: Daniel, Best Supporting Actor. What does this mean to you?
1: This is this is a player who's not going to be the MVP of their offensive or defensive side of the ball. This is a a more under the radar type player. Okay. Okay. This is still well known. Could be a starter. Okay. Could be a great player. But a, but a player who's who's not going to be in the spotlight all the time. But that you really you couldn't make the movie without him. You know, the defense wouldn't be the same. The offense wouldn't be the same without him. Who who do you like as best supporting actor? We'll start this time on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, defensive side of the
0: ball. This is, for me, uh, it's another position uh, that we need somebody coming downhill, hitting, maybe not in every single time. And Daniel, I saw him flash, and I think he could, in spurts, be electric, and that's that's Mr. Webb on that star position defensive Mark back. Mark Webb. Mark Webb. Uh, under the radar, not gonna be the leading candidate, not gonna be kudos, kudos to you, Mark uh, Webb. But Mark Webb, I think, plays
1: an integral part in making sure this defense ticks next year. I like those seniors. I like when you I like when mm-hmm. you when you throw out those seniors. I'm gonna go with a sophomore. Um his name's not Nicobe Dean, his name's not Trayvon Walker, his name's not Nolan Smith. Those are all candidates for best actor. Okay. on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to hit you with a Tyreek Stevenson, though, Ew. Clint. I think simil- same position, I mean, maybe. He played a little bit of star yeah. last year. We think we think Tyreek Stevenson can also play corner or play on the outside. Um, I think you're going to be seeing more and more of him. I think he's one of those guys that you heard last year. It's hard to keep him off the field because he's too talented. Um, I think by the end of this year, Tyreek Stevenson is going to be looked at as one of the better players on this defense even in a supporting, lesser-known role this year. So that's who I'm going with. Uh, Offensive side of the ball, Clint. Who are you going to go with here? Man. Gosh, Daniel.
0: Can I just say everyone not named Jorge? Because do you have a definitive way of knowing absolutely what's going to play out for this offense? Right now, I'm I'm at a loss. Um, But it's a guy that I've been banging the drum on, and I think... Uh, even if you want to say, you know, this guy could be Brian Herrian 2.0. Great. Brian Harion. when he was injured, we we lost an incredible amount of family offense. And that's McIntosh. That's absolutely right. So Kenny McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh coming in, being a supporting role. Fine. If Zeus appears to be the clear number one, great. M- more power to you. I'm not mad. I'm happy if that's the case. And if Kenny is second fiddle, great. Brian Herrian made himself, carved himself out a little, not a little, a large Role in the offense got himself uh, to a senior bowl and to the combine. Uh, Kenny McIntosh is the best supporting actor.
1: You know, I actually, I actually went, I went a few different ways here. Um, I think to be true, to be true to the the spirit of the category. It becomes difficult to name players because, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, with the exception of um, freshman wide receivers, (laughs) you pretty much know who's going to be playing. You know, backup tight end, like second, or I guess, like, you assume the transfer kid, McKitty, and the freshman are going to be playing at tight end. Like, you assume Jorge and Dominic Blaylock, Jamie Newman, Zamir White, and the running backs. Like, you kind of know who's going to be in there. And so it's hard to name a, a person in a supporting role. I'm not going to go with a second offensive lineman. I already gave one as my best actor on the offensive side of the ball. I think I'm going to go with a person who is the best player, who is clearly not the best player at their position group the most talented second best player at a position group, and that is Dominic Blaylock without any question whatsoever. Mm. And so Mm. to be true to the category, Dominic Blaylock is truly in a supporting role in the sense that he is not the alpha wide receiver, but he has all the skills. Let's just say if you were casting a movie, you wouldn't be mad if he were your alpha, if he were your lead actor. Not a chance. It just so happens we have somebody even better. Daniel, uh,
0: now we're gonna we're gonna turn our attention. We're gonna go to the directing, okay? Uh, and the best director. Now, this is this is if this was just best directing, it'd be the easiest category in the world. You'd say Kirby Smart, and you'd move on. Sure. Uh, so we're gonna add the the caveat of assistant coaches to this, okay? All right. So, best director assistant coach. Who's your guy?
1: Well. The easy money, the hopeful money, the true Georgia fan in me Mm. has to say Todd Munkin. I'm contractually obligated Mm -hmm. to believe that Todd Munkin's going to fix everything that's wrong with Georgia. Correct. Because that's what the people have told me to believe, and I am a sucker a.k.a. a Georgia fan, mm-hmm. and I will just believe all the sunshine and rainbows that whatever the Georgia sports information department wants to shoot my direction. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to take Todd Munkin because um, am I skeptical? Yes. But, you know, I'm having a conversation with my wife last night. As we're watching the basketball game, let's, not, let's never speak of it again. And that's, that's <laughs> it for the recap. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it for the recap, folks. Um, as I'm watching the basketball game, my wife's asking me about the uh, football team. I'm telling her about Jamie Newman. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I said to her, but you know what? It, it honestly doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback. But the real news in the offseason is that there's a new offensive coordinator. And the yeah. more I'm talking about this new offensive coordinator, the more I find myself starting to get a little – starting to get a, the heart's beating a little quicker. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of feelings that are happening, and I just can't help but get excited about hopefully a new director who's got a new script who is going to call something other than – The same old, same old that we're so used to seeing. So I'm going, I'm going Todd Mokin. I'm taking the low hanging fruit. Okay, you take the low hanging fruit. I'm going to not ride your coattails and say
0: Todd Mokin, but I'm also going to say the number one thing we couldn't stand last year was the lack of an explosive passing game that was effective. Todd hopefully comes in and fixes that, but Daniel, he's not going to do it alone. Uh, Did you know? Newly t- I don't know if this is newly titled or whatnot uh, but I think maybe goes on the radar Cortez Hankin is the passing game coordinator for wide receivers okay. Saw that Right? You saw that? Okay, mm-hmm. I saw that too um, Georgia fan If you think Todd Munkin can, can go to every position group and make sure everybody's on their same page with Jamie Newman uh, he he can't do that He's going to entrust the wide receivers to get the scheme to accelerate to get going And and Cortez I'm looking at you brother If we have success, a lot of it goes to Todd. But we all know he's not going to do it alone. Uh, Get to work. I'm nominating you.
1: Really thought you were going to go Matt Luke there. That was sort of the obvious. It was tempting. It was very Georgia fans love them some Matt Luke. He's going to keep doing what he's going to do. All right, we got two more categories, and we're going to get to them right about now. NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, those two, two categories. This, this next to last category, the penultimate category on our list. Best makeup. Now at first I did not know what we were going to be talking about here. I thought maybe like this was going to be about an offensive lineman turned defensive lineman turned back offensive lineman's hair. Like yeah. hair dye? Yeah. I, I thought maybe we that's what we were going to be love talking about.
0: Notori Johnson. It's well documented.
1: Well, I, I may or may not have stuck my neck out there for you Notori. It said you were going to get some snaps and well Still, wait. still waiting. Still yeah, waiting on that. Still waiting. Um, but best makeup, by this we mean who made up for a, who will make up for a disappointing year in 2019 with a bounce back year in 2020. You see what we did there? The uh-huh. word makeup Come has two meanings. Come on. The Oscar category is one of the meanings. We're using the other meaning. So this is sort of like a comeback player of the year there situation only not coming back from an injury, coming back from being bad at football to now be better at football. Who you got nominated in this category, Clint? Uh, I'm going to go to
0: the offensive side of the ball because if you thought I was going to talk about a single defensive player on a disappointing year last year, you are... Sadly, sorely mistaken.
1: I honestly thought you were going to talk about Richard LeCount, to be, to be totally <laughs> honest.
0: I thought you were going to go back to the well. Richard, Richard, you proved to me something last year, and I'm, I'm back on your train. Again, get the black bat back on your shoulder. Let's go to work. Uh, no, Daniel, I have two nominations, and I think I'm going to go with just the easiest choice that I could find. Okay. Had okay.
1: abysmal year after an abysmal previous year. Okay. And now all of a sudden, Charlie, Charlie Warner is no longer on the team. Do you know that? Glenn? I mean, <laughs> he didn't deserve that. OK, he we'll did. it. No, he's a damn good dog. And he's I don't I, 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 I repent, Charlie. There I'm, you sorry, about I'm okay. sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Let me get the confessional
0: booth out. We'll after the, the audio closes, we'll get going. Uh, yeah. No, for me, this is a D-Rob, Daniel. Mm, D-Rob. Holy moly. OK. High expectation, five-star, went to Cali, came back home. Hasn't done anything besides two fly sweeps in two years. Just dropping balls left and right. But if you're telling me I get a new offensive makeover, and if you're telling me Todd Munkin can take kids from Okie State and make them in first-round draft selections when they have no business doing so, D-Rob can fly, and I think Todd does something with him. He has a bounce-back comeback year where he – Contributes, which would be fantastic compared to what he has been doing. Uh,
1: taking up a roster spot is That's what exactly he has been, what doing. Doing. been doing. I guess I don't. <laughs> yeah, if we get a contribution out of, um, man, you—you you may have just stole my answer for the last category. Yeah. But <laughs> alas, I've got—I've got—I've got more locked and loaded. I'm gonna go best makeup. Um, thought about a couple. Th- thought about a couple people here. Bounce back season. I was gonna go Cade Mays' dad's finger, but mm. I I opted not to. I don't think he's. I don't think it's making a comeback. To be honest with you, I think it's. I think it's pretty much down for the count. I am gonna go to the defensive side of the ball though, Clint. Okay. I am going to go with a player who had a bit of a disappointing season and. Uh, It was, at least in part, due to some injury. So this is a bounce-back season in in more ways than one. I'm going to go with uh, Tyson Campbell. Oh, Clint. Um, uh, Another five-star kid coming in, very highly touted, got thrown to the Wolves early as a true freshman and um, struggled. Can we say that? Can we we say struggle? We can say that. Um, uh, sophomore year looked to have some things righted and then dealt with a lot of injuries last year. Couldn't seem to stay on the field. The turf toe was um, was nagging to say the least. Mm -hmm. I really believe that under the tutelage of Charlton and Kirby Smart, I really believe that you are going to see the best of uh this kid Tyson Campbell in the 2020 season I think you are going to see what all those stars were all about I think you are going to um I think you're going to fall in love all over again as a Georgia fan with this kid Tyson Campbell uh and I expect him to any sort of disappointment disappointment that in how he played or disappointment that he wasn't on the field I think both of those will be remedied in the 2020 season I expect Big things from him.
0: I, I like it a great deal, Daniel. Last category, uh, and for those of you who aren't movie buffs, Oscar buffs, we're
1: gonna go best key grip. Now, what key grip. This is normally happens on the Oscars when no one's watching. Like in yeah. the, this is like the afternoon, like when you when you yeah. get ushered
0: in as they're setting yeah. up the actual room. You're in the back mm-hmm. room. Like yeah. it's daytime all of a sudden, no red carpets out. Uh, best key grip, which means, Daniel, the most underrated player who no one really thinks will make a difference, but you know what? He's going to shock us and contribute. Best underrated player, best key grip, Daniel, who, who you nominated?
1: Well, I, I wasn't going to go abs- totally under the radar. I was going to go D-Rob, but um, you, you stole my thunder there. I do think there's a chance at least. Hmm. That D Rob could emerge from the ashes, and at least make a contribution uh, here, but I'm going to go. This is I- I'm doing a dance right now in my head mentally. I'm going right. to go with a wide receiver, and the debate that is raging in my head is between two players that if I said their names out loud, you would laugh don't, don't because of the because of the irony. Of the two names that I'm debating between. And I I honestly can't figure out which one I think is going to actually emerge. And pl- So I'm going to give out both of them. I'm going to say that the best key grip, the most underrated, came out of nowhere player on this next year's team is either... Matt Landers or Tommy Bush. I can't believe. Clint. This is this is gross. This is this isn't right. I'm going I'm going right back to the well. If you don't like it, find another podcast. I don't Ugh. care. Like this is this is I am who you thought I was. Clint. I hate Matt Landers with every fiber of my being. I hate him with the fury of a thousand suns. Yes. Yes and amen. But there's a chance he has a decent year this year. And if he doesn't, (sighs) there's a chance the guy that steps into that role is Tommy Bush. And you are one bowl game touchdown away from winning a bet that you inevitably lost. Mm -hmm. But there's a chance that Tommy Bush appears out of nowhere and, and, and carries us. Who are you going with? for the underrated nobody thinks about him player that actually makes a huge difference. Uh, a
0: couple of years ago, 2 years ago, um, during recruiting class, we got a haul of a wide receiver 62 210 highly touted, has a good pedigree in his system Daniel, and it's not it's not Landers or Bush. I'm not I'm not as thick-headed to have uttered those names in well, anything that is beneficial. I'm not I'm not no. trying to get discredited
1: and called a, a <laughs> hack. I'll I'm sorry. You think you think you've been credited? Is that what you think? <laughs> Let me <laughs> is that is we, that what you're going hey,
0: with? Hey, lots of people lots of people have told me they like my my stuff. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Uh, Daniel, wide receiver group is a grab bag, like you said, outside of Jorge. Who who knows? You got a new offensive system coming in. Who knows who is gonna fit? truly and honestly who knows who's going to gel with it and Micaiah Tung, Daniel is a mm-hmm. good looking recruit that's got some size to him got some speeds highly recruited coming out of high school Georgia picked him up I think he's been forgotten and I think he has himself a good contribution year heading into next year uh, and may solidify himself above those two aforementioned wide receiver hacks uh, I think Tong
1: got, got a good chance Daniel it could be. Man, that wide receiver group is a grab bag. Oh, god. I can't wait till we get to do a deep dive on that position group wide receiver and just I mean, look at I all I the said, names. I, I called Tommy Bush and Matt Landers hacks, but you know what?
0: There is a chance, and a good chance, they may be the third and fourth wide receiver in this offense by year's end. Matt Landers, is, just, is, their Matt Landers is,
1: is quite possibly going to start week one. I, I, I can't. That's, I that's can't. real life. I, I I'm not saying he will. It's, we got the spring and we got fall camp and all that stuff, but just don't act like it's not. Don't act like he's not in there. Um, all right, we will be back tomorrow to talk about some position groups. We're going to go through, ask ourselves some some questions as they relate to the position groups as we get further and further into the off season, Georgia sucks at basketball. We will continue to talk about the basketball team and watch the basketball team. Just know that. We hate it. We're suffering with you. Feeling a lot of feelings right now. Um, uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Talk more about that and lots of other stuff. See you guys then. See ya.